Welcome to this episode of The Home Building Hero, where we empower you by making you the hero in your new home. Today's topic is the appraisal system is flawed. I am your host, David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes, and I thank you for tuning in today. Yes, the appraisal system for homes is flawed. It's been that way for a long time, and if you search articles on the internet, you're going to see all sorts of stories of homes that didn't appraise, and then you see some of these sometimes ludicrous examples, sometimes just situations where there just isn't enough data in an area, and it's causing problems. And it's been this way for a while, and it's it's becoming an issue again because we have a market where we have rising home values. And part of the problem with appraisals and the system that we use is that we rely strictly on market data of closed properties. But the problem with that is that is old data. That is data that happened already. So if the market's accelerating quickly, you may not see those sales actually close and and, and be recorded until the transaction is completely done, which could take months. Maybe not such a big deal on existing homes, but guess what? If you have a brand new home that you're building, that data is going to be ancient by the time you need it. Because on a new home, it's going to take three months to start the home and maybe six to seven months to build the home. So, I mean, you're looking at almost a year out for data. So homes that we sold a year ago, you're not even going to be able to see until very shortly, you know? And so if you're selling new homes with new costs, those values aren't, aren't accurately reflected really. And it's a problem. The other problem with new construction is that new homes are um, are not reported typically. So unless you have a builder who is putting the home in their own subdivision and then actually taking the time to list that property as a comparable, that uh, one that's been built, that data just doesn't exist and appraisers don't use it. So a lot of times we run into these situations where there's not any accurate market data for the appraiser. And again, that's I'm not faulting the appraiser for that. They have a certain system they have to operate and it's not their fault. Uh, but these are the rules we live by and unfortunately, it just doesn't work. And we just had a situation where we had a home in a rural area and, and this particular area is, is very rural and there just aren't a lot of new homes being built in there. Um, They had a fairly inexpensive lot, but they were going to build a nice house. And it's a nice subdivision, so um, just hasn't been a lot of construction activity there. So, of course, go to get the appraisal. This is like a $700,000 house. And the closest thing even anywhere in the area was probably about a $500,000 existing home that sold. How do you compare that to a $700,000 house? It's tough. And so what ends up happening is the buyer has to come up with more money with the bank in order to close. And then they start questioning everything because they think this home is not worth the, what they're paying for it. Well, a home is worth what somebody's willing to pay for it. And on new construction, they do a as-built appraisal and they also do a market appraisal. Well, guess what? The as-built appraisal, the actual, you know, using a cost method came out above what they paid for it. But when you look at the market, there just isn't any data out there. So that's one of the problems with, with that system. Um, sometimes you get an obstinate appraisal, or appraiser rather, and I've had that situation in the past too. Um, larger national bank, won't say the name, but uh, uh, did an appraisal for a model of ours. We are building it in a subdivision. And uh, there was one main builder there that builds a lot of smaller 
kind of production homes. Ours was a little bit fancier custom home and our home didn't appraise. And I asked for a copy of the appraisal and I took a look at it and guess what? One of the homes they compared it to was a 15 year old salt box. Okay, just a big square home, 15 years old. And they're comparing it to a brand new home. A brand new home with lots of gables. It was bigger. It had conservancy land in the backyard. It had a deck. It had um, vaulted two-story rooms and lots of architectural details, granite, all the new stuff in it, um, custom cabinets. And they compared it to a home that was basically built in the 90s with oak woodwork and very stale old home. And I called the appraiser and I said, are, are you kidding? Why did you throw this one house in there? And he didn't even really want to talk to me. And I'm like, listen, like here's five other homes in the area that are much more similar to this home. This this has no business being in here. You take this one home out and this house appraises. And in this case, the appraiser didn't want to do anything about it. And we went to the bank and guess what? They didn't want to hear it either. So uh, we talked to our buyer and fortunately we, we explained the situation and we paid actually for the buyer to make another loan application at a different bank. Uh, we said we'd offset their costs. They went to another bank. The other bank went in, pulled, pulled some other um, comps in the area. Guess what? The house appraised and uh, buyers moved forward and bought the home. Everybody was happy in the end. But you shouldn't have to go through all this stuff. It, that's just ridiculous that you'd even have to do something like that. And and, and this is a case where you got, uh, let's face it, we got a bad bank and we got a bad appraiser. So there's not much we can do right now to fix the system, but I do have some tips for you guys on how to navigate through this process. And if you find yourself in that situation, Hopefully this will be helpful for you. So the main thing with an appraisal on a home, whether it's a new home or an existing home, first is be proactive, okay? The appraiser is going to contact the seller to get into the home and look at it. Now, part of the problem with the system is that appraisers, they only get a certain amount of money to go look at these homes and they might get 250 or $300 to do this appraisal. So some of them just start looking at volume and wanting to crank them out. So they just go on the computer system, try and pull their stuff, get in the home real quick, fill in their, their, their little spreadsheet, and then send it off on their way. Unfortunately, that's there are people out there that are like that. And then you get some that are not even from the area, and they don't even know the market. That's also dangerous. So, um, you know, if you find that situation, um, the biggest thing by being proactive is talk to that appraiser, provide some comps. So look and see if you can find some comparable sales in the area and, and give that data. Find something that's similar that's going to support your value and provide it to them and say, hey, this is a home that you know I know is very similar to mine and this is a good value. The other thing you can do is provide information if the property in the area that you're comparing to is distressed. So if you know that this home across the street that's very similar to yours, if there was a distress situation where maybe it was a foreclosure or a divorce situation and they sold it under cost, please let the appraiser know that because if you don't do that, you're doing yourself a disservice because they can, they can adjust for that or they can actually pull that one off and find something else that's closer. The other thing that's super helpful when going through an appraisal process is to provide documents. And especially like for new builds, 
get them everything they need. Give them a copy of the blueprints. Give them a copy of the survey. If you have specifications, give them that. I've had situations where I know it's a new subdivision and it's going to be a little harder to to show the value. I've actually given my cost breakdown sheet to the appraiser just so that they know this is this is kind of where it's at. This is this is how much the house costs. So so they have some better data. The more data you can give them, the better decision they're going to be able to make. The other thing when the appraiser calls in, you can actually ask to meet the appraiser at the home. So you can address any concerns with them or you can point out things that are are important um, that they maybe could adjust for to improve the value of the property. So that's the proactive part. The second part is once the the appraisal comes in is to be able to review the appraisal. So you can ask for a copy of it. So make sure that you get a copy of it. Obviously when the appraiser calls, keep their information. If there's an issue with it, you can call them directly and uh, get a copy of it and take a look at it. And if you see any mistakes whatsoever, point them out to them. You know, like I said, I I had that one and I, I told the appraiser, look, this home's 15 years old. You didn't adjust for the value. Any reasonable buyer is going to pay more for a newer home than an older home and you didn't adjust for it. So, you know, I, I had asked them, just pull that one out. Find find something that's closer. There's, I'm like, here's three other properties. So, and again, in that case, they didn't want to do it. But um, sometimes they make mistakes like square footage. Um, they might not include that. Or, um, you know, sometimes you're able to talk to them a little bit further about the property itself. Uh, maybe you get the value increased because of the view or something unique within the site. Um, sometimes they don't always adjust properly for the bathrooms or bedrooms. So sometimes you can you can get that adjustment or they might miss something like you have a finished basement with a bathroom down there and an egress window and maybe they don't calculate that out properly. So make sure that you look at all those things and make sure that you've got everything that you're entitled to having included in your home in that appraisal. Now, if the appraiser will be willing to fix those mistakes, great. They'll adjust it, resend it to the bank, and hopefully from there you move forward. If, however, the appraiser does not want to fix the appraisal, that's your next step. You need to go to your lender and say, listen, or the lender in this case, listen, there's mistakes on this appraisal. We got an issue. We'd like to see another appraisal. Now, sometimes if it's a smaller bank, they may go, hey, you know, we get it. We saw this as well. We agree. And a lot of times they'll they'll still grant the loan or once they go through underwriting, they'll they'll take care of it and move forward. If, however, it's a bigger bank and maybe don't want to do that, sometimes you can ask for another appraisal. Now, your buyer is not going to want to pay for that. So if you're the seller, you may have to pony up at that point and pay for another appraisal um, like I did in, in my situation. But, you know, either way, it's worth it because, I mean, if you've got a house sale and you worked hard to get that sale, you don't want to lose it because of a bad appraisal and a bad process. So ask to get another appraisal. And be very careful at this point because you're going to want to make sure that you have all that data. If you didn't do the steps I outlined earlier, like being proactive, you need to do that in this case. You need to go and find other data that's going to support the value. And of course, if that doesn't work, if the bank's not willing to work with you, you've got to go to another bank. And you want to go to a bank that's probably smaller, local, uh, that's you know basically going to hire somebody from their appraiser pool that knows the area. Because that's a big thing. Because if you get an appraiser that's really familiar with the market and knows the area, they're going to be able to make the appropriate adjustments and move things forward. But it is an issue. It's going to be an issue for a while. Because, again, 
the cost of homes is rising fairly quickly, new construction is rising very rapidly, and there just isn't market data out there to support it. And uh, you're going to see more and more appraisals, especially on houses with more upgrades, fancier things in them, they're just not going to appraise. And the last piece of advice that I can get for you, especially if you're um, building a new home and you're going to go through this process, understand that if you put in a lot of upgrades or you put in things that are um, things you really want, they might not necessarily reflect on your value. So for example, you might want to put in some green features, like maybe you put in a geothermal system. Well, guess what? You're not going to get all that money back out of it. It's going to maybe save you money in the long run, but you're not going to get that full value out of it. Or if you put in some smart home equipment, appraisers aren't really going to give you more money for your home because you have smart features in it. Okay, There's just not a category and data to look back on for that. So some of those little luxury items or home theaters, things like that, um, those are things that you may want, but you're just not going to get full value on it. So you have to understand that and you may have to come up with a little bit more money up front just to make sure that the bank has the collateral that they need. So I hope these tips were really helpful for you guys. Hopefully, if any of you are going through this right now and you've got appraisal issues uh, and you hear this, hopefully this will help give you some pointers and tips on how to navigate an appraisal. And of course, please make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss any episodes. We have new ones dropping every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And I want to thank you all so much for tuning into the Home Building Hero. I appreciate all your support. This channel is growing very rapidly. And I want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in all the time and supporting the channel. Once again, I am David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes. Thank you for tuning into the Home Building Hero, and we'll talk to you all soon.